0: What's up, Miami Sports Vibes listeners? Just so you guys know, this show is available live on YouTube every single week, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you guys have not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Just go on YouTube, search Miami Sports Vibes. You'll see me there. The at name is Miami Sports Vibes 8499 on YouTube. Subscribe. All right. Listen to the show live. It's awesome. You got to interact with the fan chat there live or if you guys prefer on audio obviously you're listening to audio now they still will be up on this audio platform so you can keep it locked in but come on to the youtube come on to the youtube stream support the show join in on the chat and subscribe and hit the thumbs up button go dolphins welcome everyone to the miami sports vibes podcast live on youtube in here with my guy jacoby we are a couple weeks away from the start of the nfl season me and jacoby are excited as hell hope everybody watching us is excited uh jacoby how you doing my man how's it going
1: i'm doing good nando but how are you doing you've had a pretty eventful week uh since we last were on here man but I'm doing good. We are less than three weeks away. I'm just counting down the day. So I get down to the uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I'm ready. It was a fun preseason week for the Dolphins. I'm just excited for to get preseason over with and just get things rolling, man.
0: Right, listen, we're we're a step closer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, eventful week. You're right. Uh, uh, for those out there, I, I traveled to California and I had to get out of there early before a hurricane. So I was I was in all that all that mess, man. <laughs> but um, I'm here. I'm alive and I'm uh, I'm ready to do this show with you, my my dude. Absolutely. Let's so, get it, let's get it yeah. going. So um, we did see Tua. OK, for you know, we did see Tua in this preseason game. So that's something we're going to get into today. We're going to touch a little bit on that. Um, We're going to also break down part two of our season predictions, but you know, uh, some little breaking news as of late, Adam Schefter reported that the Colts are giving Jonathan Taylor a star running back, young running back at that, who averages five yards per carry that they gave him permission to seek a trade. Now, you know, obviously Chris Greer is going to do his due diligence like he always does likes to make a splash here and there, but Jonathan Taylor news. Does that, how does, how does that sound to you? Jacoby?
1: I mean, I saw it coming for sure. Um, I don't. I'm not too confident on Miami really getting and making that happen, especially what would happen with Dalvin Cook. Granted, they're not the same player. Jonathan Taylor has an extreme uh, upside compared to Dalvin Cook, but you know the rumored price is a first round pick or a group of picks that that's equivalent to a first, and the contract that Taylor's going to be seeking. I just don't see Greer. Uh, with his track record with running backs, making that deal happen. uh, If he can make it happen. Great. Uh, I think that'd be amazing. I think this is, that would solidify this roster even more. I'd be, I'd I'd welcome it with open arms, but I think it's going to cost a lot. And, you know, we got to keep in mind, there's going to be a lot of players, especially uh, we're going to get into it just a second with Christian Wilkins. Got a lot of guys we got to pay. And Mm -hmm. I don't see we're giving JT that contract. Even if they bring him in and make it a one year deal, sure. But like it just depends what they give up. But I mean, it was I, I saw it coming, but I just I don't see it happening for the Finns.
0: Yeah, man. I feel like we've been <laughs> we've been down this road before where we've been teased with running backs, whether it's in the draft, whether it's are we gonna trade for a running back? And Chris Greer just seems to not ever be really that down for a running back, which is kind of odd because we talked about this on 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 the show here. I personally feel like when you're when you think that you're a team that's built to win the championship, you know, you go out and get that running back. Um, This one here, to me, it's a young running back. Right. Why the hell not? He's shown that he can be effective in the passing game. He can run the hell out of the ball. He killed the bills, by the way, the last time he played them. He scored five touchdowns on the bills, if I'm not mistaken, and 200 yards. And that's a team that we're trying to get up against. Absolutely. I, I mean, how dynamic would this offense be? If you add a Jonathan Taylor to that mix. So I want to ask you, let's say you were to go get him. What would be, what would be the deal you're proposing saying? All right, this is, this is my deal right here to the Colts. What are you proposing? What are you willing to give up? You know, and be, be realistic here. Yeah.
1: You know, it's just, it's, it's really tough to say, man. Like I, 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 I've had about 24 hours to really think about it. Um, you know, it's just, if, if Greer can make an ex- uh, like a reasonable extension happen, sure, I will give them the first round pick they're looking for. Maybe throw in a, a a salary dumper as well in Cedric Wilson, Emmanuel Agba, the guys that are just taking up a lot of cap space. Throw somebody in there, but I just, you know, I'm I'm looking towards the future. There's guys on this team that we're going to have to pay sooner than later. Uh, I'm a big Jalen Phillips Phillips guy, and I think he's going to have a huge season. That's going to be a contract we're probably going to have to come up with. Uh, Waddle's going to need to get paid. Tua's got one more deal till he he's going to get need to get paid. You know, it, it just really depends on what Greer can make happen uh, beyond this season. You know, uh, I'm not willing to give up a first round pick for a one year rental. I, I'm not I'm not trying to do that. So it, it's just. It, it's just up and down for me. I think it's going to drag out a little bit because uh, the, what we've been seeing so far is the, a lot of teams around the league are not willing to give up what they want, uh, what the Colts want for him. So maybe Greer can make something happen. Uh, assuming that price tag comes down a little bit, but you know, that's, that, that that's where I stand. Like if they, if they can make it an extension happen where it doesn't hurt us too much. Sure. Give them the first round pick. That's where I stand.
0: Yeah, no, because uh, the, the first round pick is, floating around in there and a lot of people are hesitant you know i'm not giving up a first round pick for that i think if you do give up a first round pick it's coming with an extension uh, i personally I, i'm on the hand of i don't even care if it's a first round pick man i'm doing it and the reason okay. why the reason why i'm doing it is because the same reason that i said about dalvin if i felt a certain way about dalvin can you just imagine how I feel about Jonathan Taylor? That's a guy. No, absolutely. That's a guy who's younger and who can move better and has shown, you know, over his young career so far, 5.1 yards per carry, that he can get it done. And, and that's a guy that, you know, with an extension, you're, you're going to have that locked up. And you mean to tell me that my offense is going to have um, Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle? F- forget it. If two is good or not, who if two is here next year or not, you got Jonathan Taylor, Tyree Kill, and Jalen Waddle. I like that offense competing for the next several years in contention. So I, I would go all in. And that involves obviously first round picks, those hurt, and especially long term. But you got this window now. You went out and got Jalen Ramsey. You know, you 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 threw picks at him. Like make the window now. If you want to be all in, go all the way in on these two years. Obviously, our cap is going to be a mess for years down the line, but go all in the right way. That's how that's what I would do,
1: regardless of how I feel about where I stand on what they offer. You know, if, if I were to wake up tomorrow morning and I see that they made the deal and he's coming to the Dolphins, I'm going to be in the same boat as you. I'm like, let's go all in. Let, let, let's get this done. I'm not going to throw any kind of fit about what repercussions the deal may have. Uh Just thinking about the long term solution. Uh, I'm mixed on it. But like but l- like you said, man, go all in. You know, the Jets loaded up. The Bills are the right. Bills. We gotta make a move too. And if Johnny t- if JT's that move, Greer's gotta do it.
0: Listen, uh, I, I did see this, you know, got gotta pay Wilkins first. Yep. Obviously, Absolutely. Wilkins is Wilkins is having a little holdout slash hold in. Um, one thing I do want to tell Dolphin fans if you are wondering um if Christian Wilkins is gonna play if he doesn't get a deal or not, he is going to play regardless week one. That's something that nobody should be worried about. He's going to play throughout the season regardless, but he deserves that money and he's making a point. And I think rightfully so. If you were a player and you know you deserve a bag um, and and you're a dominant player like Wilkins, nothing wrong there. How about this, though? Would you give up Christian Wilkins for a Jonathan Taylor?
1: I don't think I would. No? I don't think I would because I think Wilkins is the the sole reason why we were so great against the run uh, last year. I think he's the heart and soul of that defense, man. I I don't think I can part with Wilkes. Uh, I think Wilkes is too important to this defense. Uh, like we saw last year, no matter how good our offense was, defense is what kept us out of the loop of real contenders. So I'm going to stick with Wilkins on that one, man. I just can't do it. What what are you what are you paying?
0: Are you okay paying a Christian Wilkins eighteen to twenty?
1: 18 to 20 man. That's
0: that's a lot. But, you know, yeah, that, that's a that's, lot. Well, when you think about Quinn and Williams and stuff, that that's what he's trying to, you know, yep. put himself by. And I think Quinn and Williams is getting about 17, 18 when you think about the guaranteed money. So it, it's going to cost that. That's what he wants. So, yeah, a big price. That's why I'm asking, would you throw Christian Wilkins in the deal now and get Jonathan Taylor in return? Or would you or would you pay Christian Wilkins, which eventually you'd have to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely see it because I think we're we're gonna have to pay JT a lot of money too to extend him. I, I think, I think, I, I think I'd side. I think I'd side with Wilkins, man. I think I'll pay him that money. Uh, I think he's just too important to this team. Way too important. Um, you know, our defense is gonna is going to have to hold up and be, you know, a takeover factor for a big chunk of this season. Uh, you know, we saw last year they're gonna have to come up big in a lot of games this year. We don't have an easy schedule by any means, so especially down the road in December. And I think it's you know, I think our offense can hold up without JT. You know, I'm 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 strapped and ready to see how a chain does. Uh, I'm confident in our receiver group. Uh, getting JT would be amazing, would be the ultimate cherry on top for sure. But you know, right now, I think our defense is a priority as well, just as much as the O line, too. So I'm I think I'd stick with Wilkins for sure. I, yeah, that's just that's just what my gut tells me.
0: No, I, I agree. I agree with that. When I see that, you know, the, listen, as, as bad as the first round pick may be to give up, like I said, I'd do it. I, people call me crazy, but that's just me. But as far as Wilkins in the deal, I'm with you, man. I think Wilkins is far more important and more of an impact player um, than Jonathan Taylor can be just because he's a running back. I'm not saying skill or just saying overall impact of a game. You know, that de- that having uh, Chris, uh, Christian Wilkins out there just means more, especially for a defense that needs it, especially for a defense that lacks depth. You need impact players. Um, you know, Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips, they they need to do big things. But having Wilkins out there with Sealer, that that front line with, under Fangio, I think, is far more important. It's, uh,
1: it's going to be scary, dude. Yeah, Very scary.
0: It, that's it. We just got we just got to stay healthy. We just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my boy Dexter Lawrence deal was a bargain. Absolutely. Dexter Lawrence is a freaking beast for the New York Giants, man. That mm-hmm. is that DT is, is no joke. But let's talk about some uh, preseason football. So we did see our boy Tua out there on Saturday. He had the arm sleeve and all looking ready to go. And the first pass was a damn interception. <laughs> you- it, it
1: can't get it can't get more Miami Dolphins than that, dude. It, it really couldn't. <laughs> oh man,
0: what, what do you think about that? Well, first of all, tell, no, everybody's reaction. You had to react a certain way. What is your reaction when you saw to a drop back and throw the pick for this first? first I,
1: dude, to be honest with you, I, I was watching. I I was watching from my room. and it it happens and it was just the ultimate eye roll like of course like that's yeah that's that sounds about right uh i didn't i didn't freak out like everybody else was like especially the media freaking out about it it's in preseason, dude like so i'm just i didn't flip out about it um like i i I see what he was trying to do like to me i'm just thinking okay hasn't hit the field since December uh you know just get the nerves out now that like I, I just I swept it under the rug right away but I I did have the ultimate eye roll dude I was like of course like that's just yeah that's Dolphins football right there <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen I I was it, I'm just gonna be honest with you so I was in um I was flying obviously and then I had a break in between in between flights so I was watching on my phone and <laughs> I'm excited as Tua is coming out. I'm not even yeah. gonna lie. I'm like, yo, let's go. Yo, Tua, <laughs> Tua looks good, baby. We're about to score a touchdown, first drive. I'm talking shit. Like I'm really hyped up into this game. First snap, I'm like, my whole face is on this in this phone because I'm excited to watch the Dolphins and Tua play. That then he throws that pick. I'm like, wow, like you really can't make this shit up. Like, yep. this is so hilarious. But <laughs> I can just see you in the
1: airport, like, are you kidding me, man?
0: <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, but thankfully, he was able to, you know, we got a nice little goal line stop in the red zone, which was awesome to see the defense. You know, we had to get reps there, so I like to see that. Um, but Tua was able to bounce back and he put together a nice long drive 96 yards, but then with the bad snap, it ended up being 99 yard drive. Um, what do you think about Tua's performance in all for the preseason?
1: I think he had a, ver- a really good bounce back after the interception. Uh, he looked much more comfortable out there making good reads, making uh, good passes. He had this one pass, man, that was right on the dot. Uh, I think it was T- Tiberios, man, yep. but it was perfectly placed. Uh, right through a defender i don't think it was talked enough uh, enough about because of course the interception stole the show from the media <laughs> but uh the one thing and Andy, i'm going to point out to you he took a couple of hits which scared the crap out of me in preseason but he was falling great like he he kept his head up he was not falling on his head into the turf so that to me was just like that's what I want to see. I want to see him protecting himself, being more durable out there. Cause he took a couple of hits that were just, I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, and when, when I saw him like just fall into his fall, kept his head up, I was like, dude, let's go. We're going to need that. And you know, it's paying off that he's, you know, putting his, putting his health first and knowing how to protect himself. So that was my biggest takeaway from him. Cause we need him. We need him all season. We need that durability up. And that was it was great to see. It was really yeah. great to see. No, It really was.
0: I was paying close attention to that. And obviously it's, you know what, does it suck that we're watching how he falls and we're critiquing that? Uh, you could say that, but listen, that's, it is what it is, man. That's our quarterback. Um, but him back there under pressure, I was just freaking out every single time. And every time a defender got close and I was like, wow, I actually forgot how stressful it is to watch a Dolphins game with Tua under center just because, yeah. and it's not because of talent. It's because of the concussion history. Cause every time somebody got close, I'm like, and I'm like, damn, I, yeah, well, I, I don't White, know if Mike I missed White it. Concussion. Man. <laughs> oh man. Listen, it, it's just concussion central for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really, is.
1: but, but I, I was, I was really pleased. I was really pleased with his performance. I really did not care about the, uh, about the interception. Um, but uh, I see Nando's comment right here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't deny it though. Like when, when Tua would fall in the past, man, he's just landing straight on his head. Like, like, I mean, so true. I feel like as a quarterback, you, you gotta know how to fall, right? You just, you just got it, especially when you're playing on turf. So, I mean, that was really important for me to see because he needs to he needs to be able to protect himself cuz you're not safe with that o-line no one is so that that's just the that's just the harsh truth
0: yeah absolutely right but i like um what, what Troy said here he was looking for a bounce back after that interception and that's one thing that Tua has shown throughout his whole career um you can argue you know don't make an interception in the first place but it is what it is uh, what i like from Tua is that usually when he makes a mistake or he throws an interception he normally comes back and delivers uh, a touchdown, which I do like to see, and he showed that. You talked about those uh, third that uh, play on third down to Barrios. That was a nice tight window, very nice throw. And there was a couple times in that ninety nine yard drive where he constantly converted on third down. Yep, and that's something that Tua was doing last year as well. His ability to just move the chains on third down—that's where I really judge a quarterback, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so high on Tua because looking at a quarterback deliver on third down constantly. That's under pressure, and that type of stuff I don't sleep on, and that's why he was in the MVP consideration before the concussions.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: I like to see that, but uh, is there anything else that stood out to you uh, for preseason?
1: Defense kept the Texans to three points all night. Uh, I think there was a lot of plays out there being made by our defenders. I think Fangio is having a lot of fun with this group. David Long, man, do you see that tackle for loss Ooh. he had? Dude, he read that play like a book. That was some linebacker play that – you know, we've been lacking for a couple of years now. So I that was really exciting to see. Um, but yeah, man, um the defense was probably the, the highlight of the night. Uh Skylar Thompson, you know, I said last week, man, I wanted to see better quarterback play, no matter what from Tua, Skylar, Mike White. Skylar came out and balled out. Man, he was making great reads, great throws, uh, you know, avoiding avoiding pressure. So, I mean, I got what I wanted, man. There was improvements all the way around comparing to the game against Atlanta. Granted, it was against a weaker team, uh, but, you know, it's preseason. You're playing against uh, – you're going to be playing against uh, bench guys at one point. So, you know, we needed to see that that development compared to the Atlanta game. So I was really pleased. It was a fun game, but I'm just ready. I'm ready to get things rolling, man. I just <laughs> want to skip these next two weeks. Uh, I know, but we, we got we to wait it's it out, man. Teron Armstead down uh, right the day before, uh, a couple days before the game. Um, luckily, he avoided serious injury. We got some good news today. Cam Smith and Jalen Waddle are expected to be go uh, to be good for Week One, so that's that's great news. So I just, gosh, I just wish we can skip this last preseason game. Just let the <laughs> guys get some rest and just get ready, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I I don't think Armstead Armstead just pretty much sit out until week one waddle sit out until week one Xavier and howard give him the day off all those important players let's let's not even risk it <laughs> to be honest yeah, the, the, the
1: armstead game. one was scary because they it really him was off. <laughs> yeah it,
0: re- it really was but thankfully he was fine um one thing i liked that i saw was the running game man Savon achman had 99 yards rushing 32 yards receiving and it looks something like you know, that we've been asking Mike McDaniel to do. Run the damn ball. It works. When you run the ball, it works. It opens up play action. It opens up the passing game. I like that I saw Mike McDaniel running the ball. Now it is just preseason. So are we going to see much of that come regular season? But you saw some good things from Moster. You saw A-Chain. You saw Achmed. You saw the speed The speed being on display. Uh, A-Chain went down with a shoulder injury, but thankfully he's going to be just week to week. So it's not something that where he'll miss a great amount of time Maybe maximum four weeks. That's a good sign. Uh, but the running game—did that did that catch your eye at all? This game? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, man, Ahmed is—he just shows these flashes out of nowhere where he looks really good. I mean, he came out in twenty twenty, didn't really have a big role in twenty one, but like, you know, he showed up in the Buffalo game last year just out of nowhere, made amazing plays, and then he showed out this week. I think this running back group is going to have some amazing competition. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, it was very unfortunate for uh, a chain's injury, uh, especially if it was on that if it was on that, like 15 yard gain he had where he got slammed to the ground. I'm like, come on, dude. It's like that. Like that. That kind of thing pissed me off. I'm like, it's preseason and you're going to put someone in the air and, and shove them into the ground. Like, are are you kidding me? And so that that really pissed me off. And I think that's where he sustained his injury, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I mean that 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 was pretty unfortunate and pretty unnecessary as well. But I mean it is what it is. Um, great, I'm grateful he avoided serious injury. But the running game was a great sight to see. Uh, I'm I'm hoping you know we get Jeff Wilson back healthy because uh, I think he was I think he was out for injury. That pretty much all the inactives were our injured players this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, I was really pleased with it for sure.
0: Yeah, I want you to uh, answer this question by Nando here. Yeah. Um, you guys think the spotters are going to get nervous and take Tua out of a game prematurely if need be.
1: That's actually a really good question. Something I really haven't even thought about. Um, We know for sure um, that they're going to be extra sensitive with Miami Mm -hmm. due to how they handled it last year. Um, You know, like, Teddy Bridgewater didn't even stumble and they took him out of the game against New York. So uh, when we had him, so that's crazy. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I could see it happening for sure. I mean, I feel like Miami's on the radar for their handling of the concussions. Maybe, uh, but let's just hope, you know, we don't have a reason to look at Tua like that. Hopefully Tua doesn't uh, get any big hits like that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want my honest answer, I can see, I can see it happening for sure. Yeah, and
0: Troy says depend on who the spotter works for. Yeah, that's
1: that's a good one, too. Yeah, <laughs> if,
0: if it's for the Jets, Bills or Patriots, I would not be surprised. No, I
1: guarantee you, though. Yeah, if, if it's if it's going to happen, it's going to happen against those three teams. So.
0: <laughs> for sure, man, I wouldn't doubt guarantee it to you. Uh, so this this leads us to our last uh, preseason game. Um, do you think I think we see a quarter out of two? Uh, I don't think we're going to see much. I don't expect the half to be like I don't expect the whole half at all. Um, so is there anything you're looking forward to from Tua? Uh, let's say he plays a quarter. What are you looking forward to seeing in this final preseason game?
1: I honestly don't think he's going to play at all really? uh, with how, with how Mike McDaniel has been treating him. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel has been playing scared with him a little bit. Right. Uh, like, uh, so, but I mean, if he does play a quarter for sure, uh, I, I want to see kind of the same stuff. I want to see him a little relaxed, uh, from the start. I don't want him to rush anything from the start, kind of settle in early. Because uh, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a key in a lot of games. Uh, that's kind of like what happened with San Francisco. You know, he just could never settle in from the start, and he kind of settled in when it was too late. And you know, that's something Tua has had in flashes. I'd say it's just probably in the games with the most pressure. Uh, you know, he'll get in a really good groove, but it just didn't matter because he had a horrible start. Uh, same thing with LA; he started out like zero for eight. So um, I would like to see him just come in poised, ready to go. Don't force anything. No bad mistakes, but. If you want my honest opinion, I don't see him playing this week.
0: Yeah, I, I could I could see that. I can mm-hmm. see that, I, and I wouldn't mind it at all. Especially when you know, you know, you don't want to risk anything, let alone mm-hmm. one on a preseason finale. You know, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing him sit out. Um, if you guys get JT, Nano says which RB doesn't make the roster. Well, I I honestly think that initially the Dolphins are going to go with four running backs the way these running backs have been playing. Honestly, I think we're going to go with Raheem Mostert. I think we're going to go with Jeff Wilson. Devon A-Chain is going to make um, the roster. He'll probably That's end. Between. He'll probably Gaskin, end up an IR. Gaskin. Yeah, and Gaskin is really has shown a lot of improvement. But we've just been down this road before. I think it's more. I think it's better to keep Ahmed because of his speed and because of what he's able to do. I just feel like he's a more impact player than Miles Gaskin. You know, Miles Gaskin yeah. being so small, I, I'd rather have a bigger body and Savon Ahmed in there.
1: No, yeah, uh, for sure. I I agree with that uh, totally. I think Ahmed's uh are in that spot in a way. Um mm-hmm. I think he's just the I think he's the one who simply just comes in and makes plays. So. Right. Um you know, I I don't if they're going to get JT, I'm not too confident it's going to be before week 1. Yeah. Um because like I I think if they make it to week 0 and he hasn't been moved yet, I doubt Greer's going to make any moves to kind of shake up the groove and the flow of the offense. So, um but yeah, I, I think that's gonna be their four going. Yeah.
0: There. And if if for some reason we do get JT, I think Ahmed would just have to be the guy out. But I'm kind of also assuming that if we get JT, I feel like Jeff Wilson is in the deal. So then you go with those four. Yeah. Um but yeah. But we'll we'll see if it does happen. Don't don't get me too excited, Nando, because
1: would you throw <laughs> a chain in that deal?
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> that honestly after this shoulder injury yeah because i just feel like shoulder injuries are tricky with a running back you know they're constantly mm-hmm. using their arms and their shoulders so um i i would even though i like a chain i mean we're talking about jonathan taylor man and the fact and that i think a
1: chain's durability is going to be a big question for me because you know dude is he's not the biggest guy out there either. He's, yeah. he's lightning fast. Like he gets a gap. He's taking that thing. But I mean, I'm kind of questioning his durability too. He's
0: He's gone down twice already. He's gone down twice. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good idea to play two in the final preseason game. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, I agree. Honestly, I, I didn't, you you saying that kind of made me realize, like, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. That would yeah. hurt, especially the <laughs> final one. Like, why the hell would we play him? Let it would die. be
1: our it would be our absolute luck too. So <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true.
0: Stay away. Um, how, however, <laughs> I, I think he'll get a, a a series, a series or two. But
1: I'd be fine with a series. Uh, but like, I I don't I don't see McDaniel playing him. Like like I said, I think Mc, McDaniel's been playing real scared with him in mm-hmm. the preseason. Like he's like. Cause like Tua wanted to play the first week uh, and you know, he, I, I can kind of sense he was a little frustrated by it. And I'm yeah. like, I just see McDaniel just like, no, no, like not going to happen. So right. um, just kind of still kind of still nursing him in a, in a way. So I I don't know, but I, I, I hope he doesn't play. <laughs> I, I just, just <laughs> yeah. let him, let him get ready.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm with you, man. So we shall see. So let's get into our part two of our season record prediction here. Uh, yes, sir. Last week we did weeks one through nine. Jacoby had the team going at six and three, um, through nine weeks. Yeah, Jacoby had him at six and three. I had him at six and three as well. Uh, Jacoby's losses that he predicted in the first nine weeks was a loss against the Denver Broncos, a mm-hmm. loss against the Philadelphia Eagles, and a loss against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, my three losses was week one against the Chargers. Uh, Sunday Night Football as well as Jacoby against Philly and then the loss against Kansas City. So we're into week 10 here. All right. Let's see how we have our boys finishing up here. This is going to be I think this is going to be a fun fun one right here, especially since we got a lot of division matchups coming up. Um, Yes, sir. But we're going off home now. So now we're home. We're taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Now the Raiders are a different team. No longer with Derek Carr. Now they got Jimmy Garoppolo down there, Devontae Adams. Obviously, he's gonna be a big, big problem for us. Um, how are you feeling about this game? This game is at home against the Vegas Raiders.
1: Yeah, uh, I have this being a win uh for Miami. I yeah, granted, I I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's it's gonna be a piece of cake with Devontae Adams, but the Raiders have a lot of problems. And I think this, I think they're gonna be the the team, one of the teams on the Dolphins schedule where they need to capitalize on. I think they're just overall bitter team. I think they're going to scheme Garoppolo perfectly. Uh, the, you know, they were making Garoppolo's life hell in the one quarter he was playing against San Francisco. Um, you know, but I, I do think Devontae Adams will have a good game against us. But I see this has to be a game Miami needs to win. So I have Miami winning this one by about 14 points.
0: I, I like that. I also forgot to mention this is off the Germany game, which means we do get the bye week right after Kansas city. So
1: yes, thank they, God,
0: Kansas city, probably losing that game in Germany. You get an extra week off. Now you're back home. This they have is, to. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: that's just, they, they got to come out with energy. They got to win this game. Yes. Uh, this, Cause then it doesn't get any easier. Cause the, the brutal stretch is a couple weeks away. So
0: yeah, this is a um absolute smash spot for the Miami dolphins to win. Uh, Nando said got to play him and make sure he can fall talking about to a screw you Nando. <laughs> <laughs> um but I got the the Dolphins winning that game as well. Um like I said for the reasons you're you're losing against KC in my opinion, you have the bye week, you're at home, absolute get right game. Jimmy Garoppolo, it, is it is it fun to play against him? Is it different? Uh, listen, I'm not scared of Jimmy Garoppolo. And Mike McDaniel knows Jimmy Garoppolo very Absolutely. very. Absolutely. Well, so, <laughs> I'm not worried about that game at all. But this sets us up for our 11th game of the season. Now, this one is a spicy one. This one's at MetLife Stadium, first ever Black Friday game. Uh, The fact that we're playing on Black Friday at 3 o'clock Eastern is freaking weird as hell. I hate it. But taking (laughs) on the New York Jets against Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner, and the newly improved New York Jets. How you feel about this matchup in MetLife Stadium?
1: So I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I predict this will be Jalen Ramsey's first game of the season. He's very determined to beat the timelines. I wanted to give him the Raiders game, but I don't think they're going to let him come back that early. Uh, they say December's the earliest, so I think this would be the game he comes back. Um, Jalen Ramsey returns. Now, here's the thing. I thought about this game for a little bit. I'm like, okay, so this, new, this improved Jets team's defense the last couple years. Miami has not found found an answer for but granted Tua didn't play in any of those games so this game is really up in the air for me but I don't have them sweeping New York so I'm going to give this game to the Jets uh I think um I think the defense is going to get the best of them I, I the Jets defense is really really good especially with Sauce Gardner um I have it being a close one though i have it being a close one though but i have the jets uh taking this one all right much respect i am zagging
0: the complete other way not even close <laughs> uh listen i just like the way my team gets up for these games at MetLife stadium last year they were going against our third string quarterback skyler thompson that's why they put up 40 against us tua has shown that he can beat the jets time and time and time and time again and he'll continue to do so Tua is definitely going to be healthy by this time um, of the year. No doubt in my mind. I think as Tua's out there, we're going to win. And that's how I truly feel. I I really do. I don't think that when it comes to playing at MetLife Stadium, I just feel like there's a comfort factor in the Miami Dolphins. Knowing that fan base goes out there. The MetLife takeover is real. I've been a part of it. (laughs) <laughs> we're we're coming we're coming hot again to MetLife Stadium tickets are already being uh, like are flying fast on Dolphins and NYC so
1: hey I hope so man I mean I'm not saying they can't do it but I don't have I don't have the jet I don't have a sweep in the jets this year uh you know I especially with them getting Aaron Rodgers they're gonna have an, they're gonna have a really really good running game so I mean we'll, we'll see man we'll see but for now, I have them as a loss, but I want you to kind of piggyback on what I say. Do you can you see Jalen Ramsey coming back this game?
0: Well, it, listen, if Jalen Ramsey comes back this game, I would be, I would definitely say this is a win. I okay. just don't, I just don't see it though. I don't, I don't see it. I think that's a tough task for you to come off that injury and then play against a division opponent on Black Friday against the New York Jets. I, I don't know, but I, I feel like that's a tough first game. I. I kind of would see, honestly. I actually would see Jalen Ramsey coming back against the Raiders right before that. To be honest with
1: you, okay. off the
0: off the bye week, you have an extra week there. Um, have a get right game against the Raiders. Probably not not guard Devontae Adams though. I can see him being after the bye week, okay. but if it but against the New York Jets, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. But with our luck, it'll probably be December for the fa- the last three or four games. Probably even three with our luck. But I think that would be huge.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I just—he's completely determined. I mean, he was out of a brace in a week, man. I just—I feel like this guy's going to do whatever he can to beat that timeline, and I think it lines up really good for this game. Like it's going to, like it's already being hyped up enough. That can be just the another cherry on top, just Ramsey's return. So that—that's going to be my prediction for that. No shot,
0: Jets lose their game at home. Listen, I'm sorry to break it to you, but the Jets fan base, uh, there's no home. This is not Kansas City. <laughs> this, this, this is not Kansas City. Nobody fears to play at MetLife Stadium, man. Your your fan base is not impactful uh, at all. Nobody is scared of the New York Jets. The Jets fan base, they're they they fight amongst themselves, man. Like they can't even get their own shit together. So nobody's scared of MetLife Stadium, man, man nobody's scared of the jets fan base man you guys man, have i, I wanted to
1: go to this game too man i really I wish, did. I
0: wish you were you told me you were coming down man
1: dude i that was before <laughs> i found out it was thanksgiving weekend were they gonna have that game flights are like 800 man <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn it man come on bro i was we would have been out there together bro
1: dude <laughs> blame the nfl man
0: <laughs> if it was
1: any other week man i was gonna be there <laughs>
0: Listen though, respect respect to the New York Jets, man. I, I like that they, you know, they have Aaron Rodgers, the old ass quarterback that he is, and I like that they have some optimism. I like that they're juiced up. It makes it makes the division fun. It makes the rivalry fun. It, it makes it more competitive because we've been out there in MetLife Stadium, uh, kicking their ass with Ryan Tannehill, Matt Moore. It doesn't matter. So at least we have an, a, a nice little competitive battle that I'm excited for. But we are gonna win this game. I guarantee it. I'm I'm betting on this game. I'm so confident. I'll be at this game, and it it, it should it should be a a great game for sure. I, I'm pumped up, man. I really am pumped up for this rivalry, not only with the Jets but the Bills and, and the Pats, man.
1: Absolutely, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let let's move on over. Uh, that was a that was a little fun. Yeah, we took it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took a turn there. Uh, now we're going to Washington. This is a, a nice little game here. This game is in Washington um against the commanders terry mclaurin over there i believe he went down with an injury but i think he's going to be all right mm-hmm. um i don't know if sam howell is the starter over there now um i heard he's been doing great in the preseason young quarterback out of unc um but commanders how you feeling about this matchup
1: i feel pretty good about it i see a, i see this being a real uh adjustment year for the commanders i got eric ben, uh, ben- over there now right. which i think is going to do wonders for them but I still, uh, I, I still see a lot of adjustments be, uh, being made. It's still a very young team. Like, are we going to see Chase Young? Is he going to be healthy? A lot of question marks with that team. But I have Miami winning this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty, uh, pretty good margin victory for the Dolphins. Uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to need this win too because right after this week, you know, it start. Uh, we get, we get right into the stretch, man. So I think this will be a good win for the, uh, for the Dolphins, and uh, hopefully. Uh, hopefully we have like like I said I think we'll have Ramsey uh, by then hopefully he has a good game um but yeah I got this as a win
0: yeah I, right now this that marks December 3rd now so that's kind of like in the range where we where we can say that Ramsey more cut with more confidence that Ramsey yeah. would be playing by then um this also might be a better return game if he doesn't go against the Raiders maybe he skips the Jets and comes back this game um but we, we shall see though uh the enemy over there, does that make a difference? That we shall see. I just don't think they're as talented as us. They have a nice pass rush, they're a competitive ass team. They're always in games. I've seen them play, you know, their division tough. Usually they get those games in prime time. Um, but Terry McLaurin is a beast, he is a beast. I just think we are um, light years ahead of uh, the Washington commanders. So I'm gonna say that the Dolphins uh, win that game as well. Um, now I have a three game winning streak here. Uh, right, every single game I've picked as a win so far. Now we go to play the Tennessee Titans. Now, this game, Monday Night Football, Hard Rock Stadium, ESPN, this is the bright lights are on. Tua and the bright lights. We want to see Tua play well in the bright lights. This is his opportunity going against Mike Vrabel. Remember, a couple years ago, there was a huge game in Tennessee where we needed to win that game to make the playoffs. Tua folded, the rain got in the way, and it was a bad, bad game under the bright lights. This matchup right here is very, very, very important to me. I'm playing close attention to this. How are you feeling about this matchup?
1: I feel pretty good. Uh, I don't feel like blazing confidence as I feel against Washington and uh, Vegas. But, I mean, I don't think Tennessee has the right quarterback for this group. Uh, like, Is Tannehill even going to make it to this game? We'll see. Uh, will Levis has not looked good at all. Malik Willis, um, is out there too. So, you know, we'll see, I, it could be a spiraling mess how, how it was for the Titans at the end of the season last year, but I got Miami taking this one. Uh, I think that, I think Fangio is going to scheme it just right to, uh, you know, contain Hopkins and, you know, we're going to have our, we're going to have our work cut out for us for Derek Henry. But I mean, we were a very effective team against the run last year. Uh, there, uh, I think this would be a fun game. Uh, this is Monday night football, correct? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah, I got him. I got him for a win for this one.
0: I, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna predict a loss here. Um, I just I, I'm loss, scared. Really? Yeah, man. Uh, Tennessee. Obviously, they they've lost a lot. Honestly, Tennessee is not the same Tennessee Titans. But it's just I, I have a little PTSD from that last game I saw of Bull, uh go against. But keep in Roy mind, we
1: were in the pouring rain in Tennessee, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> that,
0: that that is true, and it was coming down hard that game. No lie. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. I just feel like, I feel like Vrabel is such, such a good coach, man. I really do. I just, I just can't under, like, I can't. For some reason, I hold, I have the bar set so high with Vrabel for some reason, man. Like, I just respect his ability to just get the most out of his team week in and week out and just prepare and just be ready with the game plan, man. And I think he's going to have something in store for two of that game um regardless of you know the drop-off that they have you know many people don't have them winning the division uh people like jacksonville there and rightfully so Uh, i just you know deandre hopkins derrick henry and just it's not about those guys it's just mike vrabel that scares me so i'm gonna have the dolphins picking up a loss here um i think it's gonna be one of those stressful games i don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game at all it's just gonna be one of those games where it's a gritty game and Tennessee comes out on top. You know, you and you have those in yep. the season. those type of games happen, you know. Oh, so you got a win there, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I got a loss. So now we're taking on the New York Jets again. Nando, welcome back. <laughs> now now you're in Miami. So well, how you feeling about this with Jacoby?
1: <laughs> I feel good. I feel good. I think uh I have them splitting with the Jets this year. I think they're gonna win this one at home. Um I don't see like I don't see it being um so, so much of a shootout. I got it being low scoring in a way, maybe like a 17 to 10 victory. It's just that that New York defense until I see uh, Miami uh, you know prove that they can uh you know, get um get some rhythm on offense from them, you know, we'll see, but like that that defense is really really good and I don't think they're going to let up. I think they're just going to continue getting better over the course of the season, but I think our defense is going to as well. I have this being a 17-10 victory for Miami.
0: Oh, like a Nice little competitive game. I like I like that. I like that. Giannis, what up, what up? So this game, as as much as I wanna say the Jets are gonna split. Sweep. <laughs> but I got the Miami Dolphins. Sw- nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <was like>, no, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, man. Um, I'm more confident in the Dolphins winning the game in MedLife. It's just something that it, it's like the Dolphins get up for games like those. And I just feel like that's the game that they get up for. They want it more than the New York Jets at that point. And I just... I'm more confident in us beating the Jets in MetLife than Hard Rock Stadium and in Miami. That's been a case for me over the last shoot since since Geno Smith did what he did and took us out the damn playoffs. Man, I'll never forget that. Yep. Um, but it's just that's how it is, man. I have I have more confidence in the dolphins winning at MetLife than winning at home against the Jets. I don't know why, okay. even last year. That that game was was such a mess. I mean, we're so lucky uh, we got into st- the playoffs. Stressful
1: game, man. It was what was it like a nine to six victory? It, <laughs> I think it was
0: like eleven to six. It yeah, was weird, like bro. That. Yeah, it, the safety it, at, it, the, it, at the oh
1: my god,
0: man. It, it's such a weird game. I feel like uh, I don't think I don't think we win this game at all. So I'm gonna predict a loss. Um, I mean, but like
1: I, you you could say what you say. I mean, we had Skylar Thompson playing, but the way I see it, you have J- you have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Killstill. still. Yeah. You got to be able to make big plays. Mm-hmm. And if the Jets defense is that good, then it, it's going to be, it's going to be two tough games, but I got Miami winning at least one of them.
0: Yeah. As, as long as we split, I think the Jet fans are okay with that as well as us, to be honest, you just don't mm-hmm. want to get swept. Um, obviously competitive division. You want at least to sweep at
1: least. And now here comes the three, this, the, these next three weeks are going to be Hi. stress yeah. filled, man. Stress and, and, filled.
0: And if you, you add the jets to that mix, honestly, that's a, that's a four-week stretch to end the season. That's pretty damn tough. Yep. Um, I, I got a little bit of anxiety looking at this. Damn <laughs> <laughs> so the Dallas Cowboys, man, listen, Dallas Cowboys playing Miami, um, stadium is going to be filled with mm-hmm. Dallas fans. So, oh yeah, I don't doubt we, it. Yeah, this is going to be a Dallas Cowboy home game. As much as I would hate to say it, and I'm just being honest, it's going to happen. Dallas Cowboys fans are going to take over Hard Rock. So we're going to have our fans not really helping us here. Um, But the the Dallas Cowboys, man, Dak Prescott, not looking, you know, doesn't really look too good. He's looking like he's losing more of a step every single time. They don't have Ezekiel Elliott no more. Um, Tony Pollard is out there. I love Tony Pollard, by the way. Um, Deuce Vaughn, I'm hearing great things about him. And I, I didn't even realize this totally went over my head. That they added Stephon Gilmore. I I yep. did, I forgot about that. I kind of
1: got reminded about that, too, recently.
0: Yeah, I was like, whoa. So you have Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore, two elite cornerbacks right there, you know, against our two elite. That That's that's scary stuff. So how are you feeling about this Dallas Cowboy matchup here? Yeah,
1: I don't feel too good. I think uh, Dallas is going to take this one. I think Dallas is just probably one of the most complete teams in the league. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott is always like one of those, uh, one of those quarterbacks who just hit him as like, he shows out one game and then he's unbearable the next game. But, uh, at the end of the day, he's still an incredible talent. So I got, I I do have Dallas taking this one. I have CD lamb having a, having a big game, this one. Um, I feel like it's going to be a little rough. It's going to be a little rough. I, I do see Dallas fans taking over that stadium, but, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see though. Um, hopefully we can make it competitive. I really hope so because we got we got to be we got to be able to at least compete with this team if we're going to be serious about where we want to go. Um, so but I still have Dallas coming out with this one. Yeah. OK. All right.
0: This is definitely going to be a tough game. Man. Um this one, I'm so up in the air. This one is such a this is probably the yep, most. Yeah,
1: we haven't played Dallas since 2019. It's just one of those teams you don't really think about till you get till you know you're going to play them. Being yeah. an AFC team. So uh,
0: I, I'm this is probably the most. Fit, this is probably the most 50-50 I've been on any one of these games where I'm mm-hmm. talk, not leaning more one way or the other. Um, so this is a toss-up game for me. And because it's a toss-up game and because we're at home, regardless of the Dallas fans being there, uh, I'm going to roll with the boys, man. I'm going to roll with the Miami yeah. Dolphins to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a tough battle. Like I said, going against Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs, that's that's incredible. And I'm not, I haven't even mentioned Micah Parsons, so – prayers out to two of that game but yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going to be a tough one man but i yeah. have i have the, the dolphins winning this game and i, I think you pretty okay. much have to when you're in the position that i have my predictions going what I, if i say that you're losing to tennessee and you're losing to the jets you got baltimore and buffalo on the back end of this i think you gotta you gotta win this game here so i'm gonna pencil in the dolphins w here all right so here we go final two
1: two games man
0: the baltimore ravens now this game is in baltimore we saw what happened in baltimore last year where tua had an amazing freaking game amazing comeback historic nfl game um i am lucky as hell enough that i was in attendance uh you guys got to be dallas in my opinion yes i hope i hope so i agree with you there um lamar jackson is is back lamar jackson is in baltimore odell beckham has joined that team they got zay flowers who looks phenomenal in the preseason so far uh, the Baltimore Ravens, a team you can't sleep on. This game is in Baltimore. How do you feel about this this game right here? I'm, I'm
1: also giving this one to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore has had our number for years. You could say whatever you want about last year. Uh, you know, last year was a great display of overcoming adversity for the Miami Dolphins. And you know, but just because you know they hit a few, they hit a few blown coverages, and the defense was depleted. I'm still going to give the I'm still going to give the edge to Baltimore at the end of the season. Um you know they're just you know like one thing's for sure though man, Miami sucks against mobile quarterbacks and Lamar yeah. Jackson proved that. You saw it for yourself uh like he just had himself a day. Uh I don't I think Justin Fields was the record I, but Lamar was pretty damn close to, on that game too, but you know we'll see but you know especially being in the cold i'm going to give this one to baltimore oof
0: man ah i i hate to hear it, but you made a a lot of great points that are all facts we have not had success against the baltimore ravens they have owned us even though we won last year um and we, we did, did win,
1: we did win the last two years but yeah. like the, the in 21 you know it was like it was another low scoring game it was mainly mm-hmm. the defense uh, offense wasn't clicking at all last year the offense took advantage of Bal- uh, baltimore's mistakes as they should yeah. but you know i don't see baltimore being as depleted as they were in week 2 last year they had like three practice squad corners that game yeah. miami should have blown out baltimore last year but they didn't they had to overcome a 25 point lead so that 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 to me it's not enough for me to say that they're going to that, that they're going to beat them especially when they're improved so that's
0: just yeah me. yeah i think um you're right, man. They they didn't win the last two. We did win the last two against them, but there was nothing really too convincing that leads you to believe like, okay, we own the Baltimore Ravens now. I mm-hmm. think it's from a physicality standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, you know, mobile quarterbacks, how terrible we do. We saw what Lamar did to us last year. We saw what Justin Fields freaking did to us last year. It doesn't matter. Josh Allen, like these mobile quarterbacks just kick our ass time and time again. And regardless that we beat the Baltimore Ravens the last two, I can't sit here and say that we beat them a third time. I think that they are going to beat us, and I think they might beat us bad. And that's that's going to make you know Week 18 very, very, very important when you talk about playoffs, and especially the division you're in with the New York Jets, with the Buffalo Bills, with the New England Patriots knocking on the door. So I got the Baltimore Ravens winning that game. I got that as a loss. And that sets up Week 17 versus Buffalo in Miami. Do you know how many what's your record at this point right now?
1: I am 10 and six right now.
0: Okay. This is important. Cause I'm, I'm 10 and six as well. This is yep. very, very, very important, man. You're talking about a team who added Jalen Ramsey. You're talking about a team who added one of the best defensive coordinators in Vic Fangio, uh, a team with Xavier Howard, a team with Bradley Chubb that you traded for Jalen Phillips emerging, J- Javon Holland emerging Tua now you're two in a system, Tyree kill Jalen Waddle, it would would it be a disappointment to you before i you give you give me your prediction if you go and end up with 10 wins is that a disappointment to you
1: no i think 10 wins uh, is the minimum they need to be at uh right. they i like even if they make playoffs if they don't get to 10 wins that's a disappointment that's a big disappointment right because there is a big there is a big stretch in this schedule where they need to win those games um But like last year, you know, eight and three ended nine and eight. That is totally unacceptable. I don't care what you say. I don't care what happened to Tua. I don't care what happened in Buffalo. No matter how competitive they were, you should have had at least eleven or twelve wins last year. They should have beaten. They should have beaten the Chargers. They should have beaten Buffalo. They should have beaten Green Bay. New England should have been a win. That's four. They should have had twelve wins. That should have been twelve wins. Yeah. And and they probably would have won the division too. So you can you can say what you want about last year. Oh, it, it it didn't happen. Yeah, I know it didn't happen, but it should have happened. It's very it's very frustrating. So, uh, but you know, my prediction stands on you know this team staying healthy, and my, Coach Mike McDaniel doing what he needs to do and not being trying to be flashy and trying testing stuff out in the, uh, the 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 home stretch of the season. So, I I think anything less than ten wins. Is not going to be a good look. It's not going to be a good look at all, especially with how much you've invested in this team.
0: Yeah. So your bar, your bar is is 10 has to be it. Like 10 in, make, 10 in
1: playoffs, 10 in playoffs. They 10. have to make playoffs.
0: So, but that's the thing that AFC is so competitive. It's like you start to think this 10 wins going to be enough. But you're... I think
1: 10 wins can just sneak them in there. I don't have the Jets winning 10 games. I, I really don't. So I think the Jets win nine, eight or nine games. And I don't want to I, I don't want to spoil my final prediction with Buffalo and Miami, but I mean, they they need they need to make playoffs. I don't care how stacked the division is. You had like you sat back and watched your division load up. So you better be confident in your team making the playoffs. Yeah, this that's is, all I got to say.
0: Let, well, listen, we, we ended up with nine wins last year, uh, which you said should have been way more. So you have to improve year to year. So that means 10 wins is has to be the minimum. But I I honestly, in my opinion, man, I I totally respect what you're saying. I think 10 wins is a disappointment. Um, And for the reasons that I said before I asked you the question, when when you go out there and, first of all, before the Ramsey addition and everything that stands, I think 10 wins should have been the the bar. But now when you go and you add a Jalen Ramsey and you have year two offense with uh, Mike McDaniel, I think that's an – and then you add Fangio. Now you add Fangio. I just think with those three things in itself, you got to have 11 wins, especially because of this AFC. I think 11 wins is the minimum to get to the playoffs. Um, I just really do. I think the AFC is so stacked. And I would be disappointed um, to know a team as talented as Miami finishes 10-7 and seven. and because I don't think it'll be enough. So that means that this game is... is this game is going to be me very, very meaningful here. So uh, let's get oh, it. NFL,
1: that. NFL knew what they were doing with this. Yeah, game.
0: this is this is big. This mm-hmm. this is huge, man. And we both had for the for the people listening. Uh, shout out to you guys listening. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button and Absolutely. subscribe. Uh, we appreciate you guys chiming in as well. Um, yeah, AFC East is stacked. Yes. Um, for the viewers that didn't watch part one, uh, me and Jacoby have the dolphins winning in Buffalo here. Okay. So whichever way we go, it's going to be either split or a dolphin sweep here. So let's get into it. Um, our last one here versus Buffalo in Miami. Now, how are you feeling about this one?
1: I have Miami sweeping Buffalo for the first time in 20, uh, since 2016, I am confident in it. I, I saw what I saw last year. I think this team can compete with Buffalo, and they they are gonna prove that again this year. Um, you know, Buffalo, say what you want about Buffalo. Yes, they're yes, they had injuries last year too, but they did not get better than they were last year. Von Miller is back, he granted that, but they lost some key defenders. Um, you know, Miami proved they can score on them. Hopefully, Mike McDaniel, you know, just he doesn't abandon what works for him this game. They should have swept them last year. They should have. If you're up nine with an eight-minute. With eight minutes to go, you run the fucking, you run the, you run the football. Hell yeah, talk you milk that clock. You hey. milk that clock, and they had three possessions. Nando, they had three possessions from that nine-minute mark where they kept trying to force things downfield. Yeah, so that that game was just completely inexcusable, and they almost won the wild card game too with a third I think this is the year they sweep them, and I think this game's going to come down to the division as well. Oh, I like aside from my aside from my Dolphins prediction, I have Buffalo losing seven games.
0: OK, I I like that. I like that. You know what's crazy? I, man, this is why we're doing this show together, man, because I exactly thought the I thought the same thing. I think this game is actually going to be for the division. Mm-hmm. And I think that because of that, because of the loss against the Baltimore Ravens, because of the importance of this game, you want to make a statement going into the playoffs. You want to make a statement. They hear the chatter. ESPN is talking crap. Uh, fan, Other fan bases are talking crap. Everybody's disrespecting Miami. They they have Buffalo better. People are, are you know, they got a hard on for the Jets now. They, they, they hear that stuff. And what better statement to make going into the playoffs and if for the season in its entirety, but to sweep the Buffalo Bills. Go get them in Buffalo week four come back to Miami, win the division, beat Buffalo. At that point, we do that. Teams are not going to want to face us in the playoffs. That's for damn sure. So you have and you ride that momentum into the playoffs. And I think that just sets us up perfectly, man. So I got the Miami Dolphins winning the game, uh, beating the Buffalo Bills, sweeping the Buffalo Bills and finishing at 11 and six and winning the damn division, man. That's Call me optimistic, whatever you want to say, man. I I think that's how it plays out. I just think the noise is going to motivate the hell out of these guys. And I think we're in store for something special.
1: I just like, I'll say it again. I, I, both teams have a tough schedule. Buffalo and Miami got tough schedules and you know, I don't, I don't see Buffalo competing with Philly. I don't see Buffalo competing with Kansas city or Dallas. So, and they got the Bengals again too. So, I mean, if they lose those games, and I think they split one with New York. That's gonna be seven losses. So um I, I I see that benefiting Miami, but Miami's gotta do what they gotta do. They they can't lose to the Panthers, they can't lose to the Giants, in my opinion. I have them winning that game. They can't lose any of the Patriots games. They lose yeah. any of those Patriots games, the Patriots might sneak in too. Because sure. let's l- say what you want about the Patriots. I think they're gonna be last in the division, but they're not a bad team. No, they're just they're in not. an insanely stacked division. So I think if, if Miami doesn't capitalize on those New England games, they'll be in the playoff conversation more than us. So, like, cause that's just not going to be good. So, like, it, it happened last year. We mm-hmm. let them right back in. They can't do that again. So they they can't put the playoff destiny in their hands like they did to them last year. So Yeah, you played a dangerous, I mean, dangerous I, game. I'm really confident. I think Ramsey's going to come back at the right time. And I think it's going to work out good for the Finns.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna need him like really when you think about those last four games, man. Going against the Jets, going against the Cowboys, going against the Ravens and Buffalo. That's when you need Jalen Ramsey. So
1: I want to I want to talk on this comment right here. Like, okay, a lot of people counting out the Jets. I okay, I understand that. On but did we learn anything from Denver last year? Like, I'll say that again. If we look at Denver last year, everybody had them coming out uh, out of the AFC. I'm not going to give the Jets any credit until I see them on the field. That is only what makes sense. Yeah. You can say like, you can say whatever they got Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And what like Aaron Rodgers was not the best last year and he was one, he was two feet into retirement until one last minute, Mm -hmm. one big hit. might just be contemplating that stuff again. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like we are not going to praise teams that have been down in the dumps for years and make them a Super Bowl contender. How come Miami didn't get that the last couple of years? You know, just like make it make sense. That's yeah. all I want to
0: say. Yeah. And hey, look at this comment. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett in in the New York Jets. That's yeah. where that's who was over there. But hey, yep. man, uh, Nando says Denver was a different situation. Just have a stable coaching staff and is a. And A-Rod is a better player than Wilson. That is true. But we shall see it, though. We shall see. I think it's, it's a little bit. I just bit... don't
1: think it makes sense to, to pencil, pencil to... them in, right? Pencil them yeah, in. Like like that, the yeah, the Jets have been the worst. Te- they have the longest running playoff drought in sports history. Thank God. It feels good to say that now <laughs> for my Kings. But, I mean, they have the longest playoff drought in, in all major league sports right now. So, I mean, wh- what respect have they gained? for us to pencil them in as a Super Bowl contender when we haven't even seen them play yet. And
0: that's exactly how I feel. This is a team that in the New York Jets that didn't make the playoffs last year. They had seven wins, and you guys haven't done shit. You haven't yeah. scared none of us yet. So, yes, your team on holds paper.
1: Hill. I'm going to correct you on that. He holds Hill.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. He holds Hill with two hands, by the way. With, yeah. with two hands, all right? So... Listen, we're, jets, we're gonna
1: have fun, we're gonna have fun with this guy all year. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, the Jets, the Jets are gonna have their opportunity, man. They are gonna have their opportunity to shut us up, and we'll see how they do. But it's just, there's no way Jacoby and I are gonna sit here and, and give the Jets so much credit when they just look good on paper, and paper does not matter in the NFL like at all. So, uh Jets are known for winning headlines. I guess, I guess so.
1: New York always does. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it just is what it is. But looking forward to the season. Uh, So Jacoby has the Dolphins finishing 11 and 6, and I have the Dolphins finishing 11 and 6. Hopefully we get that. Um, I want to shout you guys out again for tuning in and chiming in on the comments. It's an awesome show. Um, Make sure to leave a thumbs up button. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. Um, Me and Jacoby will be back next week. One more preseason game, and that's it. Just a step closer to the NFL season. Jacoby, any last words?
1: No, we appreciate every single one of you guys. These streams have been a blast so far, and we're beyond thrilled to continue going through the season. Hey, Fence fans, if any of you are going to week one, hit me up. I will be there. I'm going to be getting there really early, do some tailgating. So if any of you want to link up, let me know. I'd be
0: more than happy to meet you guys. Yes, sir. Listen, Jacoby is a Cali boy, all right? (laughs) So you go out there to Cali, whether you're seeing them against uh, the Chargers or the Niners in the future, hit that man up. And if you're in Jersey... If you're in New Jersey for the MedLife takeover, anyone seeing this, I will be there. Um Nando, I appreciate you as always, my man chiming in. Uh much respect to you and and your damn Jets, man. Um but yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to the show. And how about how about ending the Dolphins preseason with well, at least a win? Can we ride with that? Yeah,
1: let's do that. I'll take that. <laughs> right I
0: feel, I feel like I feel like we deserve
1: Two and one, two and one going into week one. I'll take it.
0: Right. You know, actually, is there is there is there is Mike White going to be able to play that game?
1: I don't know. They just put him in the protocol yesterday, I think. So Mm -hmm. I, I doubt it. Yeah, nothing to screw my, around with that. So it's you know, two them might play to be honest with you, or the oh no, they just signed another quarterback. That's that's uh, that's right.
0: Oh, they signed okay. someone off
1: practice squad, I think. So
0: okay, all right, so we might see a lot of Skylar Thompson again. That's yeah. what hey, he loves the preseason, man.
1: Yeah, He's, he does <laughs> preseason
0: MVP Skylar Thompson. <laughs> all right, got, catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Fin's up, everybody.